You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. G'day, I'm Bruce Hitchcock, and you're listening to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin. Joining me in Koala Mattress Studios today in downtown Batuta is me old mate Wendell Hussey. Hello, Bruce. Hello to our listeners from around town and for those listening outside of the Diamantina Shire. Don't forget that the Batuta Advocates Road Show is heading around the country this November. So be sure to grab some tickets for when we come to town. Go to www.batutaadvocate.com forward slash roadshow or the episode notes in this podcast. Now the news this week. Tony Abbott is still making headlines, Del. Yeah, Bruce, he is. Uncle Tony, as he's begun to be commonly referred to now, has made news this week by leading a protest against a coal seam gas fracking operation on the Manly Dam. He really is a changed man, isn't he? Yeah, he certainly is. Chanting, always was, always will be, Aboriginal land, the special envoy on Indigenous Australians led hundreds through the Manly Corso. He eventually chained himself to some machinery before chanting, can't eat coal, can't drink gas. Geez, that could land him in a bit of trouble with the cops, couldn't it, Del? Well, it isn't yet known if the respected Northern Beaches community elder will face repercussions for handcuffing himself to the hydraulic pumps, but fellow protesters worry he might face charges for his activism. Is that because of those Soviet-style anti-protest laws they've got down there? That's right. The New South Wales laws give police excessive new powers to stop, search and detain protesters, seize property and shut down peaceful protests that obstruct traffic. The offence of interfering with a mine carries a penalty of up to seven years jail. So we'll be keeping an eye on what happens in the Harbour City. And only a couple of days after that, Uncle Tone was up in Brisbane causing a scene. Before the Wallabies match, wasn't it, Bruce? Yeah, it was, Del. His staff has actually had to physically restrain the special envoy to prevent him from doing the welcome to country before the game. Uncle Tony actually attempted to run onto the pitch to try and give the welcome to country as the crowd counted down to kickoff. His media advisors told him that he wasn't the right man for the job before they dragged him up to the corporate box. Gee, Scott Morrison's getting his money's worth with Uncle Tone. And Bruce, back in town, a local apprentice has confirmed some rumours about himself this week. Yeah, that's right, Del. One look at the young man's diet had confirmed what everyone had been expecting. That he's really getting into his Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's just one of millions of young Australians who subscribe to the pro-scientific and intense hobbyist ideals of the American stand-up comedian, martial arts expert and podcast host. It's believed the young man named Keegan's interest in the iconic American social commentator came through the organic gateway that is a vague following of the UFC. That's resulted in a complete rebrand where he now is invested in cannabis product and has a distinct hatred for political correctness. He offered to send our reporters some very interesting links and also refused to confirm when he'd eat vegetables again. Yeah, and it's been just over three weeks since the young man's last veggie. Yeah, next stop, scurvy, Del. And elsewhere around town, a local coward has confirmed to her friends this week that she and her degenerate cheater of a boyfriend are giving it another go. Yeah, after a month of incessant messaging and Tony Robbins-esque motivational speeches consoling their heartbroken but cowardly friend, a group of girls has found out that it was all for nothing. And they unfortunately had to greet the news that their friend's relationship was back on with bold-faced lies. Oh, babe, I'm so glad you worked it out, said one friend before explaining to the advocate that it's far easier to lie and pretend that they support the decision than tell the truth. It's a prickly situation, that one. And in international news, a teenage sweatshop worker has applauded her employer this week. Correct, Wendell. The Indonesian fashion worker said she was very proud of the fact that her company, Nike, has decided to stand with the embattled NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. She told our Jakarta Bureau she's passionate about her work at the Nike factory, putting in 14-hour days, six days a week, to bring insecure people around the world a talking point that can also be worn while running. 
She explained that when she comes to work, she and the other employees can hold their heads high because her employer stands for what's right in the name of increasing brand awareness. What a feel-good story, eh? Walk tall, young lady. Walk tall. And in the sporting world, it's been a not-so-feel-good story that's been grabbing the headlines today, hasn't it? No. Iconic tennis player Serena Williams has been fined this week for behaving like an Australian. Yeah, I mean, not in the sense that she failed in the first few rounds of a major tournament, but in the sense of throwing a tantrum. Yeah, reaching a Grand Slam final is extremely un-Australian. She was fined $17,000 for the dummy spit, which has divided the world, with some arguing that she was standing up against sexism and others criticising her for her behaviour. Margaret Court contacted us for comment this week, saying pretty much exactly what you'd expect her to say about the incident. Needless to say, we will not be repeating it. Anyway, that's it for the News Wrap this week. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, The Advocate is going on tour, so grab your tickets now. And please subscribe to the podcast to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey.